how many of you can relate to a toxic relationship cycle? How many of you have been in a relationship, broke up with that relationship, and repeated the same scenario again with the next one? Hi everyone, I am Tente. I'm a relationship and intimacy coach for men, and I also help couple to overcome certain challenges and definitely some challenges in intimacy and in how we relate to each other, which includes, of course, a lot of communication. So today I want to bring up this, this question about how to break the cycle of toxic relationships. By the end of this podcast, by the end of this episode, you will get why this has been happening over and over again. Toxicity starts from oneself. And I'm really sorry to tell you this. I'm really sorry that I cannot tell you that you're a victim of unforeseen circumstances and that you were just chosen by life and by God to be punished and to bring up so many toxic people towards your life and say, hey, they will all punish and they will follow my guidance to punish you because the only thing I have to do in life is punish you over and over again. And <laughs> I'm really sorry, but this is not how it works. Toxicity always starts from oneself. And we're so used to blame the others and say that they are the toxic ones and that we are the poor victims but in reality we are the toxic ones it doesn't mean they are not but we are and the reason can be many of them maybe we just learn it from our parents maybe nobody teaches us how to do it could be just that nobody teaches us how to communicate and this is the reason why we're entering over and over in this cycle because we don't know how to com communicate towards others and we don't know how to communicate towards ourselves. We don't know how to take someone into consideration. You can just name it. The list will be huge. There's many reasons why we are in toxicity. But the first step that you really have to understand is that you are the one creating this and attracting this. You're the responsible one. And... If you don't do this, unfortunately, I will not bet on you. But once you step up and you say out loud, okay, this is me, I've been creating everything in my life. And if I have toxic relationship, it's because inside of me, there's still a part that hasn't healed yet. And that I'm still attracting this toxicity because I still need to learn something. So I will share a little bit of my story I can already say I'm an expert in toxic relationships. Been through them myself. I grew up in a family where there was not so much of knowledge about this. We didn't really know how to be healthy. It just wasn't there. It doesn't mean it's bad. It just means that there was absence of teachings and Maybe awareness on how does it works. And if you really look around you, who knows? There are not many 
who know how to manage a relationship. So I became an expert. I became an expert in spotting them when someone is toxic. But I also became an expert in how to break the cycle. And this is what I want to share today with you. What did I learn from all those relationships that actually gave me a lot of teachings and a lot of lessons, but where a hell to live and where there was so much suffer. So in order to avoid you going through the same path that I choose, let's say going to the hard way, I want to share this today so that you don't have to go through this. And if you are now facing a toxic relationship, I want to give you some tips so that you can improve it. And I also want to bring a little bit of awareness here. When there is something toxic, it doesn't mean it's bad by itself. So if you're finding yourself in a toxic relationship, there's still a chance to heal. But it will take both of you. If you're not willing to do it, then it might be the moment to think about breaking up. Unless you want to keep on hurting yourself, beating yourself up and taking you towards the doom scenario. Or if you want to invite negativity and just feeling unhappy day after day. But if you're willing to change, it's still possible. Toxicity is not a condemnation where there's nothing that can be changed. You can heal from toxicity. And I think it's important to understand this because there's a lot of judgments towards people who are toxic. And people who are toxic are usually unaware. And there's really a big lack of awareness. Awareness towards themselves. Awareness on how they communicate. Awareness about their patterns. So if nobody teaches them and they didn't really have the opportunity to have a look into it, and nobody maybe invited them to have a look into it, can we really say that they're bad people just because of that? It wouldn't be fair. So I believe in giving opportunities to people, to partners. So if this is your situation right now, I would strongly invite you to give an opportunity to your relationship. And if it's too far, then it's too far. But giving an opportunity can always be nice and it can be just going there and sharing and maybe let your partner listen to this podcast and if it's the answer is like yeah it's not for me i don't care then you know what to do so i keep going with my story i went through many toxic relationships in my life many of them I was always a guy with relationships. I wasn't really the guy of a one-night stand. And I had some years of being single. But for some reason, I was always drawn to having a relationship or longer relationship with someone. So this gave me a lot of opportunities to end up in a toxic relationship. And I learned from it. I learned and I improved. And what improved as well while I was improving was the quality of my new connections. So I learned how to improve my connections 
And I cannot say it just came overnight. And I cannot say like after one relationship, everything changed and all my connections were beautiful and not toxic. No, that's not how it worked. Because here comes the first tip. Life will test you always after you break up. So for example, if there was a certain toxicity and you found out a pattern in you, it could be a pattern of not wanting to be alone. So you would take everybody, anybody that would be there the first, you jump on it. So you have, you had this pattern and you worked on it. You brought awareness, you said, okay, I'm not okay in feeling alone. So I work on it. And at some point you feel like, yeah, I can do this. And you break up with your partner because she is toxic or he is toxic. And then you find yourself like, hey, I'm feeling really good being alone. It's amazing. I'm great. And then life comes and tests you and bring you someone that will fill in that little space that was empty, that was filled up by that X that you say was all fine, but life anyway wants to test you. And it comes with a beautiful person, at least physically, or it doesn't matter, at least someone who is really attractive and it tested you. And let's see what happens. So this is something that you really have to keep in mind. Alive. If you're in a toxic relationship cycle, life will always test you after breaking up. Even though you're improving and you're saying, okay, I'm letting go this toxic person. Let's go for the next one. Next one will be better. Well, the next one might be slightly better, but still a copy of the previous one, of the previous one. If you haven't learned the lesson, it will still come with the same pattern or a very similar pattern or another one. So this is the challenge of toxicity is that it's really a cycle. It's not just one thing that you break and it will be gone. It takes a lot of effort and a lot of observation. So it's really crucial to observe patterns in order to change forever. And whenever that test is coming, there is where you have to be really picky on observing patterns. And when I mean patterns, it's not about observing their patterns, but observing your own patterns. What is happening when this person is saying this, commenting this, behaving like this, doing that? How are you reacting? Like, what happens if suddenly that girl that you just met is hugging you and giving you and nourishing you and giving you so much love and you feel into it and you're like, you love it and suddenly she's gone. She's gone for a week or whatever, a couple of days and suddenly you feel lonely. What is happening there? Are you still okay being alone? Or are you entering again in your pattern? So here is where we see that life is testing us over and over again. So one really strong thing that I can give, and not many people will like this, definitely not, and I bet not many of them will 
put it into practice. And it's learning to say no to something that looks amazing and very attractive. I had to learn it the hard way. I had to learn to say no to beautiful connections, to beautiful human beings. But because I was aware in the pattern and this toxic flavor, I said no. Thank you very much. And I said no because I said no to life. So that life or God, if you believe in God, would know that this is not the type of personality or the type of toxicity I want in my life. And it's not easy, especially if there is a sexual attraction. It becomes really challenging. And, you know, at very first, everybody's perfect. And everything sounds really perfect and feels really perfect. But it's not always true. And in order to break a cycle, you don't initiate the cycle. You really break it. If every time you're giving yourself this opportunity, oh, let's see how it goes and this, even though, yeah, she said this, she behaved like this, yeah, I know it's a pattern and it's actively impacting me, but let's have a check, we'll see after two, three months, I still can say no to this, or after four months, and five, and six, and seven, and one year, and boom, you're gone again. But when you say no from the very beginning, you're changing everything. So one of the next tip I want to share with you is go slow. Go very slow when you meet someone, especially after a breakup of a toxic relationship. And bring awareness to each conversation. And listen to this without judging. Because this is another one. I've met a lot of people. They start a relationship and they are observing. But in reality, they are analyzing and they're having that checklist to see if there is any danger, if there is any pattern that points out, oh, she is like my ex or he is like my ex. And then they believe they are pushing away toxicity. But what they are doing, they're analyzing and looking at the other instead of feeling towards themselves. So this is why when you bring awareness into a conversation when you're meeting for the first time or the second time, this girl, avoid judging so that you avoid entering in this mental pattern to judge, look for danger or seeing if she's meeting your checklist. You just observe how you feel and how she makes you feel. And if there's something, a comment, something that she said, to, uh, something that she even wears, it doesn't matter. If she suddenly smokes and you don't like it, observe what it makes to your body, what is, what is happening inside of you. And from there is where you start learning. That's why you have to go slow and bring awareness to each conversation you're having with this person. And observe what is happening inside of you. So don't get into this judgmental idea of psychoanalysis, which will not help you. And of course, this one I already shared with you, but it's being okay in being alone. Learn to be okay in being alone. And how do you know when you're okay in being alone? It's when you don't feel lonely. Because you have yourself or you have any other thing that you can fulfill and there is no need to feel lonely. And it doesn't mean that you will never feel lonely. 
at some point you can. I think it's very human to at some point feel lonely. But it's okay to at that point feel lonely. But in general, you're okay in being alone. I felt many times lonely. But what I was also aware is even if I met a girl, it's not because I was feeling lonely that I will go towards her so that she fills in and she covers this feeling of feeling lonely. I was just okay. So I would not say yes or no based on how I was feeling. I was just okay in being alone. And if there would add, be added value, I would say yes. But if it was not, then I would say no. And I will still stay alone. And it's fine. And then <laughs> I want to laugh because this is the one where I struggle the most. Make celibacy your ally. I can say I was not really an expert on this one. Because for me, the idea of not having intimacy with someone was really hard. So this was my pattern. And I'm sharing it now with you. This was the main reason why I was falling over and over and over again in toxic relationship. Because when I was feeling that I didn't have, I had access, I would go and have a girl and enter in a relationship. So I had to work a lot on this one and I made it. I started being okay and I made celibacy my ally. So be patient and have faith in your changes and in your rewards. Patience is key and faith is the one that will motivate you to keep on changing and have faith that no one is punishing you. That does not exist. No one is there to punish you. It's only lessons and teachings to be received. And know that one day you will get that reward. Whenever you're ready to get it, you will receive it. The right frequency will attract the right person. But first, you have to be in that frequency. You have to be that person before you attract that person that you want. I made many changes during all my relationships. And one of my biggest motivation was, I said to myself that every change I was making, everything I was doing, all the toxicity I went through, all the cycle I broke, all the pattern I observed, Every single change I was doing into myself in becoming a better version of myself, a better man, a better lover, a better husband, a better dad, was for my future wife, was for that woman that will love me unconditionally, that would choose me. During 10 years, 15 years of my life, I worked really hard in being better because I said, one day, that woman will meet me and we will meet and I will know she is the one and I want to be the best version that she deserves and that I deserve in order to create this beautiful relationship and I didn't care what it took me and what things I had to admit towards myself and saying man you're toxic it's time to change 
That was my motivation. That was the reason why I went through all this cycle to be the version I am today. And now I do feel today that I'm a perfect partner, I'm a perfect lover, I'm passionate, I'm aware, I'm conscious, and I'm perfect for who I wanted to be. I'm not saying perfect for everyone, but I'm just perfect and I feel perfect for what I wanted it to be. So I hope this can help you. I hope this can help your relationship. I hope this can give you some nice insight and also bring a little bit of light towards this darkness and this heavy cloud which we experience when we're in toxic relationship because it can be very challenging, can be very heavy and it can be very exhausting. There is always hope if both of you want to work on it. It will not be possible if there's only one working. And I'm saying it already up front. I've tried it many times. I was very patient, but it just didn't work. If someone does not want to put the work into it and in your and you are into a toxic relationship, unfortunately, it's very unlikely that you will make it through together. But if you want, and both of you really want, and you commit to it, you definitely can. Toxicity is inside of us. It's not a blame that we can give to a relationship. It's a responsibility that we have to take on each other. Thank you very much and looking forward to the next podcast.